Welcome to the Kindness Chronicles, where we hope to inject the world with a dose of the Minnesota nice that it desperately needs. We have a full studio today. It's a big, big show. Big, big week. show. We've got Mr. Gorg is in the uh, catbird seat. He's not calling us from the <laughs> lake like he usually does. Oh, good Lord. He's no longer on assignment. Steve Brown here. And then uh, we have a summer Hi. intern. We are so impressed with Mario Esteb. We decided to hire him with, uh, we're paying him in chicken nuggets. Yep. The best to be, uh, the, the Exactly. To help us with some social media. I just want to start by thanking our listeners. We discovered that uh, in the world, our podcast is in the top 10% for listenership. We don't Hard know how that happened. Um, <laughs> we, have, but, we haven't done a ton of promotion around it, but I think, you know, we've had some unbelievable guests, which helps. And people are in the mood for some good news and some kindness yeah. rather than the beat down that social media sometimes provides. So our objective, Mr. Esteb, is to, uh, we would like to use social media as a productive tool as opposed to a destructive weapon. How do you Ooh. like that? Ooh, nice. answer right there. I, I wish I, I stole that. From <laughs> yeah, it's, all right. it's like a greeting card, but only better. We have a, uh, a Minnesotan who uh, is our guest today. And Steve, why don't you introduce our guest? Our theme this week yeah. is kindness to animals, kindness with animals. Yeah. It's an animal theme. It's sort of like Shark Week, yeah, but without the it's shark. our version of Shark Week. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, our our guest is someone that I have uh, found um, on on social media, actually on LinkedIn. I noticed he was a Minnesota guy and a familiar name, and I just I really like what he posts. I like what he's about. He feels like he's one of our kind of guy, and uh, and he has a book. And so I asked him if he'd be a part of it, and he, you know. Reluctantly agreed. He reluctantly <laughs> said he'd join us. So let me introduce Mr. Robert Kowalski. Uh, we can call him Bob. Welcome, to the, po- welcome to the podcast. BK. People call him BK. I'm a big fan of BK, but yeah. that's another situation. Well, welcome welcome to the Kindness Chronicles. Well, thank you. Uh, what an honor. And uh, seriously, I genuinely uh, appreciate you having me on. And I mean, you're, you're speaking to the choir in the sense of two things. Kindness, kindness, 100%. World needs all that we can throw at it. Yep, and and um, it's really kind of refreshing that you know I'm, I'm, I don't know how else to say it, but to have males, uh, some male leadership, uh, talking about genteel and kindness and being good people. Because in my opinion, women have been doing it forever, and you know they got the bigger hearts and they carry the heavy load in this world. So let, let me be clear. Uh, I commend, I commend you guys. God bless you for that. And good. All, all the good work you're doing. We're, really we're not exactly the most manly men. <laughs> well, I was yeah. gonna, well, sensitive. You're sensitive. Well, none of us have a toolbox or know <laughs> how to figure out what to do tire. with that toolbox. <laughs> I was going to say, let me be clear. We don't, we don't admit to being the kindest people in the world, but we recognize we're smart enough to recognize that it's important. And we got to highlight people that are, so we're trying, you know, we're yeah. learning. Yeah. yeah. Well, when I, I do appreciate so- that. When I do something that uh, raises an eyebrow, I said, the Kindness Chronicles is a do-as-I-say-not-as-I-do kind of a podcast. <laughs> You've been doing that as a parent for a long That's exactly time, Johnny. Right. Yeah. So, um, That's beautiful. BK, we're going to call you BK. Yes. Uh, yes. We, we would like to hear about your, where you're from. What's, where, I know your, uh, your, your name is very familiar to us. Um, tell us about where you're from and how you, know, you kind of got into writing. That's a good, uh, good question. Number one, uh, I think Steve was a Hill Murray boy, right? 
Yeah. So was I. So was John. And so, and so, is, so, is, so is Mario. You? Okay. And Mario, too. All Hail yep. Mary. Yep. yep. Three of the so four. We, we still we got kick God's your country. Butts at all the sports, so. <laughs> I'm a Cretan boy, and we used to beat you up all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My dad's a Cretan guy. I was close to going there, but I, st- I stuck around in Burnsville. But, yeah, you got to love the Raiders of Cretan. <laughs> well, right. You and love and uh, Husky, too. One of you is a Husky. KG and I have worn Huskies. <laughs> Um, we are husky. We're very husky. That's but so that's, we're fans in that but, regard. But that yeah, has to go. do with the Kowalski's deli, but we won't get into that. I'm right, sorry. I interrupted. Sorry. That's, uh, yes. And to get that, that clarified that my brother, Jim started Kowalski markets, first oh. generation, uh, very successful middle-class story with uh, seven kids. I'm the middle of the bunch. He was my older brother. And his wife started that with $15,000 in a prayer and bought the Grand Avenue store. Um, and it's really never looked back 11 stores later, 40 years later, we're wow. celebrating this year. And it's just a wonderful, successful uh, story that I've been part of in different uh, roles. I started out on loading milk in the back room. You didn't get anything. You just worked for it and managing a store. And then, uh, now I'm a real estate broker uh, for, uh, in Minnesota license, so I help them find new locations. Um, and that's kind of, you know, my real life. And I had a very nice compliment by a friend uh, that I respect. He said, you're kind of a business, you're a shaman disguised as a businessman. Okay. Oh. <laughs> kept more, yeah, I was really kind of, I said, you know, it's pretty appropriate because I did work in the Boundary Waters as a guide. And, I've had tremendous interaction with nature, wow. which will be my next book. It's going to be Life Lessons Learned in Nature Schoolyard. Mm. And it's all my interactions, swimming with barracudas, swimming with sharks in the Galapagos Islands, Dude. wrestled a bear at a sports show. I had a wolf come up to me in the middle of the boundary waters, hit me in the leg in a storm, and kind of gave me a little message. I've had a lot of wonderful, true interactions with nature, and that's where my passion comes for animals which i you know i i don't like people overall get that right out <laughs> animals I mean, are much better <laughs> yeah animals are way better you know who they are you know what they're gonna do you can trust them people you got no chance like good luck let's try to figure this out it's true so, he's right yeah. he's right you well know, i i so myself that's, that's uh bk I, i'm an avid indoorsman so I'm not, okay. uh, so you're speaking a language I don't understand, but uh, never, sounds like never fun. Never been out in the big woods, huh? Hell no. that for you? Well, then you guys, that's good. You, can you bake? I mean, what are you bringing to the table? You make a good muffin? Very or, little. What, what do we got? John's a talker. <laughs> okay. John knows how to talk. I, I'm all He's right in the grill. Talker. I can grab a couple of those steaks from uh, from Kowalski's and flop those on the grill, and I, I got a shot. But uh, baking, not my forte. Yeah. yeah. We digress. We do a lot of that. Yeah, we digress. But, um, well, that, yeah, the animal, the animal thing is truly uh, 100%. I, I live in a nice acre here in St. Paul area, and I have a crow that I feed every night. He shows up. I've got raccoon. i got possum. i got deer. i got coyotes. And I I've s- made friends with all of them. And, I saw uh, there's, that's, I saw a video. I saw a video of you with a... Was that a coyote? Or was that a wolf that came out to your lap? Those are wolves. Those are wolves. Wow. Those are wolf puppies. I'm a wolf whisperer. Wow. Um, yeah. You know, I've got a thing going with nature. I, I truly is, you know, if you want to heal yourself, this is some advice, not too serious. From the shaman. To anybody out there in the world, you go out to nature, you get in the woods, you sit somewhere quiet by yourself, turn the radio off, turn the noise off, and sit there and be where you come from. 
be where your soul is connects and and telling you it it really is good for you. Now that's my little preach. I'm done preaching. No, that's that's great. Uh, I, it's a big deal. I, it definitely ties in with our uh, our theme of nature and. You know, when you're done listening to the podcast, just, you know, stop your car and then go, you know, go out and walk to the woods. Yeah. You don't sound like any other Cretan guy. I know that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Well, yeah. I did more detention than I did in class. I wasn't very well. What, what year did you graduate? 69. Wow. You are an old guy. I mean, a, yeah, a handsome for sure. <laughs> yeah. Very well. Yeah. It's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, tell us about how you. Like, how did you get into writing? I know you've, you've had a, a few different books, aside from Bos- Busco, which we're going to talk about. What, how did you, were you a writer in high school? Were you in, co- in college? Or like, what did you, what did you do to, to fo- you know, forward that momentum and, and get that yeah. started? That's a great question. I, ne- I know I have no formal writing, uh, you know, I, more just a hobby, always a hobby, poetry, short stories, um, my whole life. And, you know, never did anything more with them than read them to the family or gifts and stuff, but. Somewhere along the line, uh, I started writing my first novel about 10 years ago, JC, A Heroine's Journey. It just, it just was, it was a, and truly a kind of an inspirational dealer. I was uh, driving down the road and I looked over and I saw a van, a minivan, and the woman, and I didn't know at the time, I said, that looks like Jesus driving a minivan. That's exactly <laughs> what hit my head. Wow. Now you got to remember all of us talking here. 12 years of private Catholic education. That's right. Yeah. That I have. Okay. Eight years too many for me. After four years, I kind of get it. <laughs> I got that. What else? What else is out there? I needed to learn more and have more. And I respect all religions. But anyway, so that started this thought about all my Catholic years and the patriarchal and the, you know, just the, uh, I think the unbalanced. Like, I would like to see women more in power. I'd like to see a woman pope. I'd like to see women more celebrated in the church and all over the world and becoming that. And if that's the gist of that story, I just took that huh. premise and I twisted all of those experiences in a lighthearted, fun tale of what is the concept of what if Jesus came back as a woman in modern society and how would that look today? And it's kind of like I say, I'm not trying to be preacher serious. Think of, some of those lighter, you know, uh, the Book of Mormons or something where they, you know, they take this on. <laughs> and it's just the concept of what would that look like? And it's a little, little town of serenity and her best friend is Maggie, Magdalene. All the characters are disguised in there playing their roles. But it's just the good lessons of being a good person that our brilliant leader, Jesus, you know, it's just kind of takes those lessons and modernizes. That's it. And, and the- God's a white squirrel. And it's just a, it's a different twist on the story. And that's that story. It's, uh, it's, you know, it is what it is. It's, uh, I've had no resistance. Everybody's like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Women love it. I had one priest say, God, I'd love to take this and teach it at her class, but there's got to be a guy. And I said, <laughs> yeah, that's the point. It's yeah. okay. Jesus, he's got, you got men and you got women. He said, I'm coming back. Came back as a woman. And the, ti- the title of the book is spelled J-A-Y-C-E-E, correct? Right, JC, a heroine's journey. So I am not especially quick on the uptake, but it just dawned on me that JC could also be J dot C, like initials, Christ. Right? Is that you're catching up? Am I the first one that that figured that out, or was it? No, I just just, no. no, We we are we're we all. I think you're you're the second. Second. Okay. We listened when we went to went to school. We paid attention. Yeah. 
No, that's really cool. That's that is really interesting. I'd like to hear more about that. I'd like to check it out. I want to hear about Busco. Yeah. Yeah, Busco. Yeah, we're looking at it right now. It's, the book is right it's in cute. front of us. It looks awesome. Busco um, is a whole different animal. So JC takes me 10 years to write, labored over it. When I'm the last guy to be writing this book, really. I'm not a theologian. I didn't even graduate college. I'm not a religious guy in any way, but I, it just whatever. It's a message that I think is, you know, hey, just good for debate. Let's just get out and talk about it. But Busco now, I sit down and write Busco in a day. just pours out of my heart. And the backstory, guys, is I was in Busaco, Portugal, with my wife, and I'm a big uh, history guy and a Knights Templar. You know their whole kind of crusade stuff. Uh-huh. I love yep. that stuff. So we stayed at a we stayed at a castle that was you know kind of reportedly from that era and and had something to do with all of that history. And I met a dog there that was a stray dog in Busaco, Portugal. And I befriended him. I was there for a week, and uh, it broke my heart. I had to leave. I couldn't take him home. And but he was a stray, but he's also kind of well taken care of because of the castle. I'm sure you did some whispering he's with well him. Fat. He he I was he liked you. With the, I was whispering with him. Yes, cool. And and so I, the fun karmic part of this guys is, I named him Busco out of Busaco. Okay, no clue that that you know later on uh, Spanish person Portuguese says uh, you know what that means. No, said, no, not really. It says Busco means the wanderer or to look for. Oh wow, oh, that's so I kind of made story. that up. Oh, the shaman. Wow. I know, I I'm like, wow, there's karma. I had no idea when I came <laughs> to Busco, the wanderer to look for. So, and cool. as you know, you read the book. This puppy gets lost in the storm and yeah. wanders and trying to find his, 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 you know, a home and some safety. <laughs> so that was kind of a cool little backstory. I I enjoyed. Yeah, um, I, I liked the. There was an animation that you had online, a little bit of the animation too. That was really cool, and to, as a companion to the book. That yeah, was really, where'd you find the illustrator? Yeah, you know, I'm telling you, I get. I'm, I'm, it sounds corny, but very inspirational. I've been lucky that these things come to me. It's like, I think meant to be. I guess honestly, because I am just a regular schmo like you guys sound. You know, sports and a terrible golfer and not the brightest <laughs> ball in the tree. You'll fit right in. Pull up a yeah, chair. <laughs> I don't know what works, but um, I just got online and I said, okay, you know, another real true story here is the Kowalski name is a lot of uh, clout and power in the metro area, not Mm -hmm. necessarily up beyond that, but I'm not the owner. My brother started, I don't have any ownership. Everybody's, you know, I go to a car dealership. Oh, Kowalski, bring out the Maserati. Right, right. (laughs) Uh, Bring the Ford out. I'm not that one. That's the other. That's my brother. So, long story short, I'm getting kind of a budget thing. I'm like, how much can I afford, you know, drawings? To be very expensive, you know, they go from fifty bucks to five hundred drawing. And I just, I just googled uh, illustrators and I vibed out this person at a very fair rate, and she's from Serbia, Lara. And uh, she just, I uh, sent her my copy and I told her my visions and here's what I see him and scared and all that. She just nailed it, didn't it's, she? Yeah, she did. It's, it's it. not a little book. There's a lot of illustration in it. There's a lot of stuff. Well, every, right. every, every, every yeah, page, it's beautiful. Turn. There's another piece of yeah, art. It's, it, it's beautiful. It was, it was karmic, guys. It was karmic. And the other thing, here's the fun, another little backstory. This is how my life goes. This is part of my life. The crow, remember I told you earlier, I yeah. mm-hmm. feed the crow every night. Been been doing it forever. Well, the, she paints the crow or puts the crow in the story. I never wrote him in. Oh, you're- never, had, never had him in the story. Busco didn't have a crow friend. That She just kind of added this crow following him around. Mm. And I thought, that's one of my favorite creatures is my buddy, the crow. Oh, I see the so crow. now he's integral to the story. Yeah, there he is. Sky. And yeah, he's going to be in the next book and such. But 
It's just little magical, magical things like that have happened to me on both my books of just saying, you know, these are nice messages because the basic message, message guys of both books is love unconditionally. Don't judge kindness. We're all more alike than, than we're different. We're all just much after all Busco and same with JC, just a Jesus lessons, just being kind and, you know, considerate and non-judgmental like what what you guys are doing which i love that you guys are doing this i love it the world loves it because we all want this we want kindness we're tired of the hate we're tired of the separation you know we're just tired of this being you know shoved all the time out that's all you ever hear and so you're bringing some good news and i'm so uh, appreciative of that from you guys. Thank you know, the, the message that I got from the book was just the uh, the idea of the importance of inclusion. And um, it's a coincidence. Today, um, you, you mentioned the Knights Templar. So I am a, uh, a Catholic, but I'm also a member of the uh, the Freemasons. So, oh, you know, sure. one of our offshoots are the, the Knights Templar. And uh, we have this scholarship program that these guys are pretty well aware of. It's called the Selfless Scholar. And the way that the scholarship works is we invite people to nominate a peer and tell their story of kindness. And if that story is one of the stories selected, the scholarship is split between the nominator and the nominee. Well, today I was at Maple Grove High School doing a presentation. In fact, we're going to have these gals on an upcoming episode of the Kindness Chronicles and what really motivated my uh, committee that was reviewing these scholarship nominations was this girl named Adela had created a book club. And the whole purpose of the book club wasn't to read books, but it was during COVID. And she saw all these people that were isolated and people that weren't being included with these cliques. So she created this book club and it put together this group of people that were otherwise isolated and it created this place for them to meet socially. And while the books were still an important piece of it, you know, I, as, I was re- as I was reading the Busco book, you know, and it's not a long read. It didn't, it didn't take too long to read. But what I saw in there was just the importance of, uh, you know, the way that all of the other dogs in the dog park accepted Busco, the inclusion piece of it. And when I look at this book, I don't know if you're kidding when you said uh, pitching uh, a, a movie during our, our pre-show thing, but there's a movie here. Do you have plans to write a uh, screenplay? Well, I appreciate that. Yes, I'm adamantly uh, focused on getting uh, this this made into a movie and JC both. Um, I, but Busco, yeah, I just think it'd be a great animate, animated story and uh, to reach you know kids. And uh, I read it at I've donated over 500 books and, and or more. To public schools, animal shelters, and I just read at the Children's Hospital yesterday. And I say that just because that's my goal is to get the message out of just what you said, inclusion. Um, like, and this is another one of those visions. I was in L.A. and I went down to uh, the, the Skid Row. I just wanted to see, you know, I saw Beverly Hills and I the best of it and I saw the worst of it. Because I'm a writer. I want to see these things. And and it just it just hit me. The dogs, the dogs in, in Skid Row would look at their owners with love, and they didn't care who they are, or what they had, or where they lived. No different than the Beverly Hills dog looking, you know, with the with those diamonds around their neck. It's just yeah. they just love unconditionally. They love without judgment. And I said that's the message to Busco. 
That's yeah. the message the world we all need is love like a dog does. It's just <laughs> no judgment and it's just pure joy. I mean, I think they're <laughs> angels myself. Um, so yeah, that you picked up on that. I appreciate it. Everybody's included. They don't care what big or small, what color you are, you know, the other dogs, they all, it's just, it's, they're just phenomenal. That's why I love the animals so much. Is I think, uh, they're so authentic. I think, I think you're absolutely right. I think what's going on here is that you tapped into something, you tapped into a, into a truth. I think walking in the woods, you're listening and you're, you're, you tapped into some kind of truth. And that's what, why this, this Busco, uh, rings true. I think that's also partly why we're doing this because it's people are, and people are reacting to it. Cause it's, there's a truth here that people are understanding and we gotta, we gotta hear it more and we gotta like celebrate it. We try really hard on this podcast to not get political at all. You right. talk about diversity and inclusion and unfortunately diversity and inclusion has become like triggering yeah, term. These triggering terms yeah. they've become political and it's I just think it's ridiculous. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. I mean inclusion is humanity. That's the type of life that we should all be striving for. Well, when I look at this book and I, I, I know our listeners have young kids or young grandkids that they're thinking about, and I, I also think you know, it's the season of graduation, and this would be an awesome gift for a graduate. And I know, as John mentioned, it's a children's book, and it's it's going to be an easy read. But this is this is the message that we want our young people going out into quote unquote the real world with. So, I guess for our listeners' sake, uh, if they want to grab a couple of copies of this and have this for their graduate or a graduation party they're going to, or their their grandkids or their kids, what's the easiest way for our listeners to find Busco? Kowalski's in oh, Oak Park you. Heights has about 50 of them. <laughs> I'll tell you, all, the, all, 11, all 11 Kowalski stores have Buscos wow. available. Um, and also, uh, obviously, uh, Amazon Books and Barnes & Noble. You can order online, and it'll come in a day or two. So those, those two uh, big, big retailers and all the Kowalskis have them. And, um, thank you for yeah asking about that. I, I think it is a, it's a good, simple message. And like you guys, humor is a real connector. <laughs> you know, I don't want to be preachy and nobody, nobody wants guilt and shame. I had enough of that. <laughs> 12 Catholic, years of Catholic. Catholic right? school I'm for me too. Shame to, you know, you know, so we want to have some fun, some laughs and keep it lighthearted. Well, that's what both my books are just trying to tell these messages with, you know, power of love and power of, uh, just, you know, tolerance and try to understand your brother. And the Native Americans, I have a real passion for them. I was mentored by a gentleman named Bear. He was an elder. And that's kind of in my first book. But anyway, there's, like you said about politics, there's an old saying where they have a saying, uh, the left and the right, two wings on the same bird. You know, it's all just <laughs> wow. yeah. basic. It's all BS is what it is. <laughs> it really and, is. You know, we're, you know, in my opinion, both sides. And but we're the pawns in, this, in the, that play. The, the, and, you know, just love that's it love's the simplest 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 answer to this whole thing and the dogs have it figured out and we don't yeah well yeah the dogs have never not had that they look at you like you're the greatest thing ever. don't they ever and they can't wait can to see it yeah they just jump and they look and they wait and i don't know you know it's not we over we make things way more complex than they need to be i've traveled the world i've met people all over the world we're so much more alike and another great native uh leader's said if you if you if you cut me i bleed red just like you we're all the same underneath and it's it's just that wisdom to know that quit quit focusing on our 
differences and oh my god you're this you're that and i'm that and i just it's just maddening to me where why don't we just start to see our commonalities and love and, and then take care of our planet in the process yep and here's my here's my one little preachy thing <laughs> oh god here we go we're not gonna <laughs> yeah, get political bk it's not political okay it's not political, but here's my <laughs> here's my metaphor be a john stein song you're in the freaking kitchen making pancakes with you and your wife's like, oh, I don't want blueberries. I want peaches. And you're arguing. And meanwhile, the whole house is on fire. <laughs> right. No one's looking up. <laughs> That's kind of how I see the the whole, and not political, but, you know, I worry about how we treat Mother Earth. I want us to do a little better job. And Busco's going to write about Busco goes and meets a whale. And he the adventures meets the continue. And meets all the, he meets all the ocean creatures. And the whale says, hey, Busco, I dove 2,000 feet and there's trash down there. Can you tell your human friends to do a little better job? It's going to be like messages like that with love, not crazy preaching, but, you know, telling the story through the animals about how we should treat nature a little better because it's our home. Well, in the spirit of trying to sell some of these books, to Kevin's point, you you know, these would be creative graduation gifts. And here's why. Our guest from last week, uh, Mario Esteb, who is with us. I mentioned Chicken Nugget uh, intern. (laughs) Mario, one of the things that we talked about last week was just the importance of being inclusive. Mm -hmm. When you're a freshman in college and everybody is going away to college, they're all sort of in the same boat unless they have like built-in friends that go to the same school. You probably understand the importance of doing something like this, and as you're a as you're a student going off to college, it's a really important lesson. Even though Great it's a message. kid's book, is it? Does it? No, re- can you yeah, relate? Hundred percent. I think this is for all ages. I mean, like I said last time, everyone's in the same boat, and you just need one person to come up to you and just do a little thing, and it starts like a domino effect. Where if one person does something nice, then everyone will, and you just need to to notice that. And that's what Busco. It's and all about Busco. Busco. Right there. Thank well you, said. I love it. Well, well said. Yeah, Busco crosses cultures. I was in I was in Mexico at a high end resort, and the daughter, the owner, this true story, the owner of the resort, daughter, I gave her Busco. She started crying the next day and hugged me. Said it's the best book I ever read. Wow! It, it's a tale that is a human tale. It's all, all of our story. We all get lost. We all get scared. We all get lonely, and we all just want to be seen and loved. And the dog angels get involved, and and the, you know Maggie and, and Busco find each other. It's kind of a human story. I mean, you think about your own life. It's, it's, we're all just trying to figure it out, and we should be propping each other up and trying to help each other on our journeys, and, and, and that's it. Not worry about all the other side stuff. Well, it seems like you have a better travel schedule than uh, than we do. <laughs> Portugal, well, Mexico. Sounds like you got to get out of the house a yeah, little bit. Uh, seriously, I, like I was in Hudson a couple weeks ago. That was <laughs> <a> beautiful. <laughs> this time you're going to Painesville tomorrow. There you go. Did you, well, did you roll the window down? I mean, or just keep it rolled up? Oh, we keep them rolled up. Hey, this has yeah, been great. Thank, thank you so much, Bob, for for sharing this with us. Everybody, check out Robert J. Kowalski's Busco. Uh, at all Kowalski stores and Amazon and all, all the stores you find books. Go get them for your kids and your grandkids and, and your college graduates. Great grad. Or high school high graduates. graduates. Yeah. yeah. Great Thank idea. Thank you so much for sharing, Bob. Thank you, guys. You've been wonderful. And keep up the great work. It's phenomenal what you're all doing. Thanks, all right. Man. And you. off we go. Bye, guys.